Welcome to the Money Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Torres. This episode is brought to you by Crowdsourced Books. Crowdsourced Books provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can find out more by visiting crowdsourcedbooks.com. All right, now let's jump into the episode. I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. Um, today, I want to welcome Dr. Renee Solomon onto the show. She's a clinical psychologist with a private practice in Beverly Hills, and she's also the CEO and clinical director of Ford Recovery in West Los Angeles. Uh, Renee, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Adam. Yeah, so normally I like to start the show with getting a, a feel for, um, you know, I told you business owners, entrepreneurs, that's really our core audience for this uh, podcast. And let's just start with getting a little bit more about your background as an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, I have a master's in clinical psychology as well as a doctorate in clinical psychology, and I've had a private practice for um, 22 years. And um, I specialize in couples, adolescents, and addiction. And then I opened my own treatment center about a year and a half ago. So that's a separate uh, venture. And uh, it's been quite an experience having two separate businesses that I run and also being a woman entrepreneur. That's also an interesting experience. Let's talk more about, you know, going into private practice. I mean, that that obviously when somebody, you know, makes that decision to go into private practice, versus working for somebody else. I mean, you know, that's probably a crucial decision in their life. Um, you know, let's talk more about more what uh, about what made you go down that route of private practice. And, and that's an interesting point. I, I always wanted my own business. Um, I grew up with a mom that had her own business, and I liked having the flexibility of it. I like I set my own hours, and I knew at some point that I wanted to have a child, and so I could kind of work my schedule around that. So it's it's nice having that and being able to set your schedule and then also your then your business becomes your vision. It's not you're you're bringing someone else's vision to life. You're creating your own vision, and you have control in different aspects of what what you're doing as opposed to working for someone else. Um, so you know, but going that private practice route, though, I mean, many would argue. You tell me if I'm wrong. Um, it's actually more work than working for somebody else in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, the the picture you just painted, I talk to entrepreneurs all day. That's my clientele. The picture you just painted um, is a Picasso. Um, That's not the, but I want the (laughs) real story here. (laughs) Well, it's it's funny because I do tell people the negative of it is that when you don't work, you don't get paid. So if you're going on a lot of vacations, it's kind of tough to own your own business. Um, but it's, you know, working for other people, it's, it's not an easy thing either because you are, once again, you're, you're under their guidelines, what they want. And I find, you know, with a lot of the patients I work with in my practice, when they're, when they're working on someone else's vision, it's not their passion. My practice and my treatment center are my passion. It's my vision of what I want. If I'm working under someone else, I'm limited on what I can do, and I have to do it their way. I like having that control, and I like knowing that I have you know, a big role in the outcome of my life with my patients, what happens with the clients in the treatment center. So it's it's really having that freedom and allowing me to, you know, be passionate about my work. 
So I'm not. Does that sound um, a little better? No, that sound <laughs> that sounds closer. Um, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Um, yeah, because I was gonna say uh, it sounds pretty pretty. The idea of being an entrepreneur from the standpoint <laughs> you painted. I'm like, oh, well, let's talk about you don't work, you don't get paid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. let, and, and maybe, so I'm, I'm naive to this completely. So clinical psychology, um, how does, how does the doctor, how do you market your practice? Let's talk about marketing practices and things you're doing along those lines. Cause obviously social media, all these other things are happening. How does a clinical psychologist market themselves? So that's a good question. I'm, um, you know, a lot of my, um, marketing is word of mouth people that know me, people, I've been in the community in Beverly Hills working as a psychologist, you know, for over 20 years, and I did my internships around here, so a lot of my networking is through other professionals or past patients or people that know me and know my work, and in my private practice, which is different than the treatment center that focuses on addiction, in my private practice, um, I uh, work with couples and adolescents, so people that, that, you know, let's say someone has um, an adolescent they know is having issues, they want to find um, an adolescent psychologist to work with their child as opposed to just, um, you know, psychologist that does a variety of different things. So the networking is really in establishing a, a reputation and having other colleagues. Um, I'm not someone that does a lot on social media for my practice, but people, I've established a reputation and that has made uh, a big difference for me. Which That's I think great. is unlike um, other people who mm-hmm. I see a lot of the new therapists, they do, sorry to interrupt you, they do so much online and websites and this and that. And um, I, I just find in my business it's not just about what you see on a website. People want to know that someone has had personal experience with a therapist before they sign up to work with them. Let's, let's uh, change topics. Um, briefly, let's talk a little bit more about, I know you and I were talking about this earlier, and I think it'll be a great topic for the audience to kind of think about. And let's talk about this whole concept of addiction. I know it's in the news a lot right now. I know that it's definitely a hot topic, and I know with your um, I know with your Ford Recovery Program in West L.A., um, that's what you're, you're, you're focusing on also. Um, let's talk a little bit more about addiction and what that entails. Yes. So addiction, as we know, we're hearing so much about it in the news. And we're seeing celebrities that have to go to rehab. Demi Lovato is one that just recently um, had to go into rehab for her drug addiction. And then we're seeing, you know, people, um, you know, it obviously doesn't just impact celebrities. It's just in our population as a whole, a lot more people are becoming addicted to opioids and other drugs. And it's a very different world. And it's so all-encompassing for people, and especially people for family members. They don't know what to do with their family members that are addicts. And I just see the need in that, and I see the desperation in that. And so I've tried to create a treatment center where um, people come to us and they get the help that they need. I have a very supportive, um, knowledgeable staff that's been trained, and they know how to deal with addicts that are coming in. And we try to, you know, provide support for family members, and we try to help our clients going forward. That's why it's called forward recovery, because it's not just what they're doing with us. We can provide a structured environment. People can be drug-free 30 to 90 days, but when they leave us, we want them to have the tools to be able to function in the world without using drugs and understanding that they can still have, you know, a, a satisfying life being sober. It's hard for them to believe that and accept that. They are so used to, um, 
you know, going in and out, what I call, you know, riding, being a treatment um, trained traveler where they keep going in and out of treatment centers because it's all they know. It's what's familiar to them. So we try to provide a different experience and break the cycle. And it, there's such a need of this in our in our world right now when so many people are afflicted with this disease and dying. It's really, I get really upset when I see people dying from a heroin overdose. It's so common right now, which is different. I mean, it's the numbers are increasing. You can see them in the news just how common it is for people to overdose. And wow. heroin is also being, being mixed with different drugs. So sometimes people don't even know what they're shooting up. Um, you know, it can be mixed with fentanyl, and fentanyl is, is something we're learning about now. It was a, um, used as, like, a, I think a pain patch in the past, and um, oftentimes when people, you know, mix it with the heroin, it's so much easier to overdose. And it's really sad, Adam, what's happening in the world with this. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to provide something different in a different environment for people to get help. Wow. So if somebody listening has, you know, a family member or something else and they want to contact you, um, what's the best route? What's your website? How do they get in touch? Our website is forwardrecovery.com, and we have our phone number on there. Um, at any time, people can go on there and enter their information. We also have a Facebook page where we're Forward Recovery on Facebook, and we respond to messages on there. And anything we can do to help, and people can always – um, contact me directly with my office number um, if they need help with that. Um, I'm, I'm located in Beverly Hills. Um, my my number is 310-246-1353. And then our 800 number um, is on our Forward Recovery website as well. Great. No, I appreciate you sharing that because it's definitely, I mean, there's definite need for all of this. And um, let's talk a little bit about your private practice. Uh, so what are you doing okay. there? So in my private practice, I specialize in adolescents and couples, and um, I really enjoy doing that. It's a nice balance of having the addiction half the week and then my private practice the other half. And I try to work with couples on helping them with communication. A lot of people come to me because they're having issues in their marriage, and it can range from so many different types of issues, but really it boils down to communication. And I try Mm. to help people open it up and create a safe environment for them to say how they really feel and to try to break some of the unhealthy patterns they've established in their relationships or that they've seen growing up with their parents. Or, you know, oftentimes, I, I actually did my dissertation on the unconscious factors and attraction, and oftentimes... We are drawn to people for many different unconscious reasons. And if, if, if one is knowledgeable about oneself and, and why you're drawn to what you're drawn to, you can make better choices in, if, let's say if you're single, you can make better choices in who you pick. But if you're already in a relationship, just sort of understanding why you pick that person and what is the healthy and unhealthy reasons for that. And then working with that and having each person sort of understand what baggage everybody brings to the relationship and helping, um, helping couples resolve those issues and have more satisfying lives. Because especially in L.A., you know this, Adam, we lead very stressful, busy lives. So when you're working, you want to be able to come home and then have a peaceful place. So that that's where therapy, I think, is so helpful for couples. And then it spreads to your children, your family. If you're unhappy as a couple, your kids aren't going to be happy. They're picking up on that. And then I also work with adolescents, as I mentioned, um, mm-hmm. I love working with adolescents. It's such an interesting time. It's a really, really hard time, which is actually what got me into being a therapist, is just as an adolescent sort of struggling with growing up in L.A. and 
dealing with different issues and different pressures. And so I love that population. And, you know, I, th- I think what, what works for me as being an adolescent therapist is that I'm not judgmental and they know they can tell me anything. And then, but I'm still an adult, so I still provide some structure and some boundaries. And I really enjoy working with that population, just trying to help them navigate this time. In L.A., like I said, it's stressful for them, too. And, in fact, in mm-hmm. my last session, we were just talking about uh, social media and just how difficult that is for um, adolescents growing up. And I have, I have a really – I have a lot of strong opinions about social media for adolescents because it's basically a way for them to feel left out and bully each other. And, and there's other positives to it, and I understand that. And I think as adults we use it in a different way to some extent. But it's just it, – it, it makes things a little different, and I worry about people really learning how to – connect and not have pseudo connections online or through texting, but just still being able to connect when they're in person. So wow. I try to help with, with all that. I'm, I'm giving you a lot of information. No, yeah, this is but. all great. I feel like <laughs> this was an extra special episode because not only did we get some of the benefit of your entrepreneurial experience, but we also got um, some of the benefit of your, you know, your clinical and also your, um, you know, forward recovery uh, um, uh, specialization. So, and also some some adolescent help there. So, a lot, lot of things for people to think about that are listening to this. So, I just want to thank you. Thank you for coming on the show today, Dr. Fallon. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. I really Absolutely. It. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Take care. You do the same. Oh, 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 oh,